Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 30 of Frameskip, your weekly video game podcast that involves four, sometimes five best friends that sit here and laugh. And <laughs> you said foursome. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I, I am, I am your your host for the night, Austin Eller. I was not here last week, and honestly, I kind of wish I was not here this week after the way the show started so far. Remember um, when we were going to start recording forty five minutes ago? Right. Yeah. yeah you guys so, were doing that as a favor for me, and then I showed up a half hour late. Yeah. Thank you. Hey. So we're here. We're we're at it. We're back at it this week. I'm joined as always by. Keeper of the toilet paper himself, Mister <laughs> Seth Slakehouse. How's it going? It's going TP pretty good, Seth. Um, I feel like my nickname's real weak, and yeah, I, don't, I don't like it. It's disappointing. I don't KTP, like it King of the Toilet Paper. Yeah, it, it, it was Keeper of the Roll. Keeper of the Roll's weak too. It was like a Facebook joke. I don't like it. I don't like it. I, I mean, because it's well, first off, it's what I do for work, so it makes sense. But I just don't. I don't think it rolls off the tongue. I don't want to be like, reminded of my work when I'm not at work. Yeah, well, to me, it's not really that. It's just I, I feel like it's a, it's a, it does, it's not clever. It doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel good when you say it. It feels good when you use it, though. So, <laughs> all right, here we go. <laughs> so, I'm gonna, I'm gonna return back to your nickname. Your nickname is now Mr. Ham and Water, Seth Slakehouse. Welcome to the show, Seth. How's it going? I, hate, I don't, I don't hate it. The wet ham himself. <laughs> the, the wet ham. ham. The go. wet ham Perfect. himself. Old Sethy wet ham. <laughs> yeah. Oh my That's god. That's a good nickname. Uh, it's going well, uh, Mr. Austin Eller. I just got back from the gym. You know, pumping some iron. Nice. Just doing my thing. You know, just, you know, cranking, cranking out three, four, six hundred pounds. You know, that's every, where the ham comes in the pump. Yeah, that's why I get this these big hams. Yeah, got a protein up. Yeah, yeah got a protein up. That's right. <laughs> I just um, want to say this is the best intro we have ever done on this show. Ever just talking just, about the horrible intros we do on this show. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're just we're we're just winging it. Um, but no, I, I, I'm I'm doing all right. You can move on to someone else now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll move on to, to somebody more interesting than than yourself. That's uh, rude. Elijah. He just got back from the gym. That's very interesting. That's <laughs> dangerous <laughs> and brave. <laughs> Elijah, <laughs> the ladies' man, steal. How are you, Elijah? I, I'm doing all right. How are you? Well, I'm right now. I'm doing great, but the thing, you know, in retrospective, when I when I have to edit the show tomorrow, it's going to be an <laughs> absolute disaster. But so, a great say that. you get to relive all of this. Yes. But I'm glad it's funny right now. I'm not gonna find it very funny in a couple of days. <laughs> He's sitting there just angrily editing, just oh, why did I, I let this guys. happen? Like I'm glad we got wet ham, but at what cost? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh how are you though, Elijah? Has it has it been a good week for you so far? It has been a very good week. I've uh I've started working out more. Nice. So just nice. Uh, to go along with the gym, literally reference, took my story. The hams are the hams are coming. They're, the the ha- hams are the growing. Ha- the hams are coming. In fact, I had no. I had bacon turkey for supper. Never mind. You mm. call it bacon turkey, turkey? bacon? Yeah. No, it's bacon. It's turkey wrapped in bacon. Oh, okay. oh. <laughs> I, thought, okay. I thought you were being vaguely healthy for a second, but no. <laughs> <laughs> no. I, I need my protein. In all fairness, it was in a cheese wrap. And like the wrap was made of cheese, so there was no bread or so, so you had turkey <laughs> wrapped in bacon, 
wrapped in, in cheese. cheese. Okay. <laughs> hey, whatever. With, with some hot sauce. This is America. I think that yeah. sounds delicious. So it actually was. Guy. That would have made my night better. Unfortunately, was someone hiding medication show, so. in it. Like, is that? So I feel like that's like the best way to get what, like a dog to eat it is if what, you take. What am I a cat? Oh, I just puts like like his Percocets in the <laughs> just sucks it in there. I have trouble with my Tylenol. Yeah, yeah, I'm not on Percocet, guys. I'm on turkey, bacon, cheese wraps. It's totally different. <laughs> <laughs> it's a completely different type of medication. <laughs> All right, so it's a first for this show because I have never been on an episode with Mr. George Loftus. Yeah. So I just want everyone to know that we've officially topped it. We've we've made the best episode of Frame Skip already because George and I are on the same episode. But welcome, George. How are you tonight? I'm good. I didn't think you were real. I thought you were Elijah's Tyler Durden for the longest time. <laughs> so it's nice. I, I see a face. I see words yeah. coming out it's of funny. Mouth he normally just, the words. He normally just shows up behind me, tells me to punch someone and leave. <laughs> I'm the AI that produces the show and, and <laughs> yeah, puts true. it online every week. Uh, what's what's George's nickname? We've got to figure this out, guys. We can't have this move forward without giving George a nickname. The fourth. That is awful. <laughs> <laughs> because for one thing, that's that's embarrassing for Coach. Are we leaving out Coach? Wait, I mean, what? No, no, King, King George the Fourth. Oh, I don't like that. What significance did the classic King George the Fourth have? Isn't what did he, he do? Did he do anything awful? Well, King George the Third, yeah. you know, went crazy after losing a war. So was it, it's cool. We don't have to reference that, George. Was it, <laughs> wasn't like the Fourth the one that killed all his his, uh, his wives? No, no. Still, that still was... putting on a great idea for who George is. <laughs> His father, King George III. All right. Well, anyway, right, we'll just say Mr. Royal George for right now. I'm just I'm going to call him Royal I don't George. Care for that, I'm a man of the people. I'm a waiter. I'm a man. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care okay. for that. Of the jungle. George. Or should I? No, here we go. Fan of the best sports team of all time, the New England Patriots. I'm pretty okay with that you know <laughs> that makes one of us yeah you can just call me george cam newton loftus i'm i'm pretty okay, okay. With that. there we go so how are you doing though george it's uh, been a I'm, decent week for you i'm good i didn't go to the gym i mean i kind of went to the gym um i didn't either it's okay well no like it's like a real rocky four theme because like these these two went to the gym and that's great but I had to go out into the woods and cut down trees and stack wood. Yeah. So it really was exactly like the training montage where Ivan Drago <laughs> is in the gym getting all roided up, you know, punching that weird square computer thing. Yeah. And then George Rocky. just carrying Rocky logs just, on his back. Just, I mean, basic. I was dragging them. They weren't the biggest trees, but like they were big enough to be trees. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, we all we all worked out pretty well this week. So, good job, boys. Good, funny, good gains. Funny enough, I grew up in a log cabin that my dad built by himself, and we had to go cut wood every single day after football practice, which made me hate cutting wood so much that I pledged to my father, Dad, when I move out of your house, I'm never cutting a single piece of wood again. And seven years later, I have not cut a single piece of wood. I refuse to. <laughs> I looked like such an ass. 
in high school, I'd have friends stop by my house and I'd be sitting there in the front yard splitting wood. I'd be wearing like my skinny jeans and my van checkerboard shoes, <laughs> just splitting wood, blasting synth pop or whatever, like the killers, whatever was popular then. And like they showed up and I'm just like, I just looked like such a douchebag. <laughs> just to be clear, just to be clear, Seth, if somebody was trapped under a log that had fallen over, you would not help them. Oh, no, I would just lift it out of the way. Okay. That's I mean, he's, he's going to the gym. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's, <laughs> that's yeah. why he's going to the gym. Okay. Yeah, that makes I, more sense. Yeah, yeah. Of, I go to the gym in case of emergencies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Has I'd rather be prepared than not need it. Has nothing to do with looking good for the ladies. Yeah. Nothing. Of course not. Why would anyone want to do that? Just an, it's all an alternate <laughs> so he never has to cut a log again. <laughs> yeah. Man, this log needs to be smaller. Breaks it in half. I mean, a samurai doesn't want to use his sword, right? Like, isn't that the whole point of a samurai? Yeah. Don't they train to not use it? Yes. So you're just your arm swords, uh, I guess. (laughs) Your arm swords? Oh, no. I'm basing a lot of that off the philosophy learned in the third act of that hit film, Never Back Down, which is not about samurai. (laughs) But um, I feel like it could. I feel like it generally applies, right? First off, I love Never Back Down, and oh, I'm really top, not as, <laughs> top top twenty favorite movie. It's great, and I'm really not seeing the relation to Samurai and me going to the gym. Well, I've had half a beer and no dinner, so let's just <laughs> chalk it up oh, to that. I've got two point five percent alcohol volume. Yeah, the, well, the cool thing about turning thirty is your tolerance resets, so that's fun. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Austin. that explains everything. All right, so you know, to go back to logs that have been dropped. <laughs> or should we say drop in logs <laughs> elijah <laughs> elijah what games have you been playing this week <laughs> what <laughs> you're talking about poop because okay. i'm talking about the poop games you play all the time <laughs> that's not necessarily false <laughs> no that's not false you're not wrong <laughs> so the main game i have been playing uh there are really two. First off i played the first expansion for fear which is much more terrifying than the actual game. I jumped multiple times playing it. Um, it's just more fear. It's literally just continued continued story. Uh, but the main thing I've been playing is I started the game Ninja Blade on the Xbox 360. <laughs> it is made by From Software. Just want everyone in the, the listener audience to know that everyone just <laughs> nodded their head sideways and was like, oh, God, here we go. I think they heard me roll my eyes. Yeah. <laughs> it is made by From Software. I so the studio behind Dark that, Souls. Yeah. Um, uh, from 2009, and a couple publications gave it the title Best Game of the Year that nobody played because nobody played this game. Before I played a demo of it and after, nobody I know of has ever heard of this. Ever. But it's actually not bad. It is basically 50% gameplay, 50% quick time events. Uh, but the quick quick time events actually aren't terrible because if you miss most of the time, I'm going to say 95% of the time, if you miss a quick time event, it doesn't game over or anything like that. It'll just rewind like four seconds to be like retry and I'm like yeah okay um but it's really cool the story is like it's set in like 2015 i want to say in japan and these worms are taking people over and mutating them and apparently there's this special squad of ninja that sure, is yeah. trained to take out 
these things because this has happened previously in history. Mm. Um, Sounds about right. You hate to see it. Yeah, yeah that's that's <laughs> the basic story. The game's not bad, actually, which I didn't so expect. How, do, how does it play? Like, does it play like... It plays almost similarly, similarly to... I'd say almost like a Ninja Gaiden type thing in the actual okay. gameplay segments. Um, there's a couple different weapons you get. Uh, you can upgrade your weapons, upgrade your ninjutsu. Um, right now, I have shurikens that I, I can either have with like a wind effect or a fire effect. Um, that's re- I'm on this the second level right now, but it's really good so far. I'm enjoying it. Yeah, I was curious because I, I looked it up and apparently this was the last game they had made before they made Demon Souls. Yeah, so it's pretty interesting. I'm excited because the, the game I'm playing after this, I hear is hot trash. And I'm so excited. What are you going to play next? Vampire Rain. Another one that I don't think any of us have heard of. Not nope. Blood Rain? No, no, it's called Vampire Rain. How do they spell rain? R A I N, like actual rain. R A E Y N. I thought it was gonna be like R E Y G H. Like you know, it's just some some stupid name that a bunch of people are gonna name their kids this year. I don't know. (laughs) To give you an idea, the best review I found for it said, "If you take Splinter Cell and mix it in with Resident Evil, but the worst parts of both series." I'm like, all right, he got me. Yeah, that's what I've been playing, really. Nice. George, what have you been playing? I've been playing a couple games. I had plans. I think I told you guys. I can't remember if it was on the cast or not, that I was going to try to play near Automata uh, this week. I did not do that um, because I've been very busy at work. (laughs) As I said, I wasn't joking. I've actually cut down a lot of trees this week. (laughs) So I haven't been able to really play console games, but the two games I have played... One, I played on my night off, and I loved it. I played more Pokemon Gaia, which is like the fan hack of, uh, or sorry, the ROM hack of uh, Pokemon Fire Red and Leaf Green. And I got my first gym badge, and man, that game's really cool. Um, It just feels like a very big world immediately compared to like the other games. And one thing that's kind of brought me down from Pokemon games recently is... um, like, it's a big area for you to go to, but there's just not a lot for you to do there besides, like, talk to people, and it's, like, a relatively straight path. But, like, at least with this game, they just immediately throw a lot of, like, geographic diversity at you. So, like, before you can even get to the first gym area, you have to go through a tunnel, which I'm like, oh, that's exciting. I always like that in the original games. <laughs> and um, <clears throat> the first gym area, it's actually kind of a ripoff of, uh, what is it, The Lost Woods in Zelda? Oh, interesting. Yeah. It's actually like a puzzle to like get through and like find the correct path to get to it. And the first gym type is fairy, which is also like, oh, that's kind of a curveball for like the first introductory gym. Um, So it really does feel like it knows for a fact it's not your first Pokemon game. And I kind of like that about it. And the AI is way more aggressive. So like um, I actually am uh, just like grinding out in grass areas just to level my team up. Nice. And uh, I have a pretty diverse team so far. Like, I've never really trained, like, a Nidoran before to get to Nidorino. But, like, mm-hmm. I needed to because I needed that poison sting to help me take on the fairy types. And so it's just making me 
use different Pokemon in a way that I never did before. Because, like, especially in, like, those games, like, that generation of games, you could really just steamroll with one dude if you just powered them up enough. Yeah, that's usually what I do. Yeah. And so, yeah, in my original, like, Pokemon Blue, I just had, like, a level 70 Charizard, like, taking <laughs> yeah. on Pokemon City or whatever. I'm like, well, I yeah. need this badge because my Charizard's not listening to me, so I better <laughs> win because <laughs> I really need him to do what I tell him to do. Uh, so I've been playing that, and um, I have been playing a Star Wars game, but not the good one that just came out. I've been playing Star Wars Lethal Alliance on PSP. Hey, <laughs> I've never even heard of this. Yeah. Because guess what, guys? Either. Elijah's not the only one who likes hot trash games on this podcast anymore. <laughs> I grew up super obsessed with um, with licensed games just because those are the quickest ones to go on sale at Walmart. And like I've been working since I was 13 every summer. So I had money, but I didn't have a ton of money because they don't like to pay 13-year-olds very much. Um, so I'd always <laughs> just buy them when they went into like the $20 bargain bin. And this game is like why I bought a PSP that could read discs is it because it never came to digital. And so it's actually oh. developed by Ubisoft. And it's basically, you play as like a Twi'lek, you know, like those <clears throat> like blue or green aliens that have like the big head ten- yeah. tentacle thing. Like Ahsoka. Yeah. Yeah. Is she a Twi'lek? Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 she's not. No, no, she's not. Oh, wait, no, no, oh, no, she's not. No, no, she's not. She's a, um, uh, there's another race that have the big tentacles, but they're white but and black. They look similar. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. More like Jedi Knight Ayla Secura. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Nope. Not to- her either. To- Togretta? Togretta, yeah, yeah. Togretta? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, um, and Ayla so, Secure is a Twi'lek, yeah. There Got is it. a Jedi that's a Twi'lek, but she dies very fast in Revenge Ayla of the Sith. Yeah, Ayla Secure. Oh, that's her name? She okay. was the one in Battlefront 2 who had the, the two lightsabers. She was really cool. Get on our level, Elijah. God. <laughs> uh, so I've been playing that, which is basically just like a platformer third-person shooter with like some light stealth elements. And it's just really pretty like honestly like for a psp game that came out back in i want to say like 2007 maybe 2008 um and yeah it's just like a dumb star wars game and i love that it's a handheld so i can just like crawl into bed after getting home at like 11 from working at the bar restaurant and just messing around in that and like throw seinfeld on like my goal by the end of the year is to make it 2005 again through science or magic (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That'd be um, perfect. Yeah. So just watching my, my Seinfeld DVDs and uh, playing PSP is like the best way to do it. But nice. I started a game that made me think of Elijah because I bought it because it seems like the kind of game that Elijah would want me to play and Seth. And maybe you, Austin, we'll see. But I bought Crisis Core. Oh, uh, yeah. Which You're I've never treat, played before. And like, I've never finished Final Fantasy VII. I never played the remake. So I'm just kind of jumping into this. And like, I vaguely know what happens in Final Fantasy VII story wise. So like, I see Sephiroth mm-hmm. and I'm like, You're, I know that. Uh, you do some, you do <laughs> some bad, you do, you do some bad yeah. things that make some friends I know very unhappy. Um, and so I've been playing through that. Uh, the control scheme is really weird, but it's also really confusing that that game was never brought to any other platform. It was only yeah. ever on psp Physically. and again that's another game that mm-hmm. never came yep. digitally because i had a psp yep. go in college but it, i could never buy it on that platform yep. and so like that's square enix <clears throat> it seemed like a perfect candidate for like a ps3 remaster so um, from, from what i understand they made a huge mistake with crisis score because the main villain of that game who isn't sephiroth by the way the main villain uh genesis they modeled him after um a famous japanese pop star called gekt and they could yep. not get the license to ever use him again. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah. So that game is per, in perpetuity stranded on uh, PSP. But I don't understand why they couldn't just like 
They've done the it before with other, yeah, yeah, yeah change the character model. They've done it before <laughs> with other games, so I don't know. Yeah. Well, but, interestingly enough, it it was uh, what was it? Birth by Sleep was mm-hmm. never. It was remastered, obviously, but it was not ever on Vita, and it wasn't available digitally either. Right. Yeah. Super confusing. So it was another um, strange situation with yeah. the Square Enix game. It is weird. Because um, Crisis Core is one of the best of, of the Final Fantasies, I think. It's it's cool so far. It seems a little uh, chaotic. Like I really love the way Final Fantasy X plays on Vita, um, mm-hmm. just because it seems like way more strategic. Whereas this one's a little bit more faster paced, and actually reminds me of the combat system from Final Fantasy XV, just because you have to constantly be moving and like readjusting, and like your character automatically targets whoever's in front of you, but like enemies can get behind you very easily, mm-hmm. and so I'm constantly moving around and trying to very quickly press the triggers to move through my menu to get potions when I need them. Like, um, cause I'm, I'm not very good at video games. I don't know if you guys are, <laughs> it sounds cool. I wish I could be. <laughs> um, <clears throat> and so, yeah, I've only played that for like 20 minutes, but that's going to be like my new fall asleep game, I think. So is your plan yes. to play the, uh, final fantasy seven anthology in order or what? Um, eh, I don't know. Um, I kind of like Elijah wanted to wait. Cause like I never grabbed final fantasy seven remake. And mm-hmm. so part of me is just like, oh, well, I'll just play that on my super cool PS5. Um, but I don't know. I, I like certain Final Fantasies. I'm not a uh, crazy diehard into the series, but like I am still looking for like that one game to like convince me that it's amazing. Um, Let's trying... put it this way. If you play through Crisis Core and enjoy it, you are going to play through FF7 like the rest of them. Okay. Because, yeah. Seth, um, I know you're the only one. I know Elijah doesn't have a pro, but with... Uh... Final Fantasy VII Remake on PS4 Pro. Does it have like a frame rate mode or how does that work? I don't remember. I don't think so. I think. Okay. I was just curious because yeah. 15 has like an unlocked frame rate. Mm-hmm. So I was curious if on PS5, Fif- 7 would 15 like... has three modes. It yeah. has like performance, graphics, and then frame rate mode or something right. like that. So. Right. So I yeah, I was just curious. Um, obviously, if it doesn't get like a native upgrade, if it, if it would get something just by popping it in. Um. But here's what i will say mr george please hit me yeah if you play through crisis score and you want more of the story technically you should play final fantasy 7 or at least read this read up on the story watch a, a video of the story of the original final fantasy 7 game and then play the remake and i don't want to tell you why because it'll spoil the remake well, it makes, I mean, it makes, from the outside, even that makes sense, just because it's like, oh, this is like a hyper-detailed interpretation of the first third of the game, I'm guessing, quarter of the game. I don't, I don't know how big. Um, Eighth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's, okay. It's a very small amount. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's like a TV series, TV miniseries about a, a movie, basically, right? Like, in terms of just com- like comparing it to something. And so it's like, yeah, it yeah. probably makes sense to like understand the greater context. Um, also, it's cool just to see like what's changed. Um, yeah but it's not really that it's, yeah, it's, it's, you're, it's, you're not, you're not wrong yeah yeah did you beat it just re- no i never played it but i i know what happens obviously but i think the tldr is if you understand crisis core and final fantasy 7 you'll get a lot more out of yes remake than just playing remake and nothing else gotcha so just yeah but uh, but no last <laughs> last thing before we, we move on to uh to the next person but like that game is still really pretty oh yeah like, it, it it's still like the the cutscenes are insanely detailed and gorgeous mm-hmm. yeah, um, but really like is. the actual gameplay itself like i don't like it, it's definitely higher than a ps2 game and like looks on par with like a ps3 launch games like i don't know 
how complicated game development is seems pretty hard from the outside. But way harder back then. Yeah, but I mean, I don't know. Like that game, I think would benefit just from having like more screen real estate, you know. And so, well, here's the crazy thing: when you upres that game on like an emulator, I did on my PC uh, about a year ago before I moved. It looks really, really good. Like that game upreses to 1440p super, super, super well. Um, It looks, it looks like spectacular. It's Square Enix is just tossing money in the trash can by not re-releasing it. They need to figure something out. So, all right, uh, Seth, what about you? I've been playing the game of life, man. <laughs> really, you winning sounds about right. <laughs> really, uh, really struggling through there. No, I've been playing uh, Final Fantasy fourteen more, of course, naturally, which is what Who would have thought. Yep. <laughs> but actually, I, I've been playing a lot less this week because after the podcast last week, I decided to just double down. I, I did end up buying Divinity Original Sin 2 for way too much money on Steam. And let me tell you what, I just lose time to that game. Like, it's one of those games where I'm just playing and it's like 10 a.m. And then I look and it's 5 p.m. And I'm like, oh, I've been sitting in this chair for seven hours and I don't know what happened because I've made almost no progression. <laughs> because it yeah. does, it, functionally, it is like a D&D game um, where your, your progression is super slow. But everything's so detailed and, and the world's being built so much around you that you kind of just lose yourself and it's very immersive. Um, I have some complaints about like the class progression and, and whatnot, but overall I'm having just a blast with Divinity too. Um, and it seems like Larian supported it quite a lot, so I'm really excited to see what they do with Baldur's Gate 3. But that, this was the big thing, is that I'm, I'm really excited for Baldur's Gate 3 but I don't want to play it until it's complete because I want my, my playthrough to, yeah. to just be my playthrough of Baldur's Gate 3. You know, I know I'm going to sink a ton of time into that. I know I'm going to be like obsessed with that game and I want my playthrough to be the playthrough. So yeah. I'm, I'm going to wait for a full release of that. So Divinity Original Sin 2 was something to scratch that itch um, for me until then. And it's it's scratching that itch it's, quite well. It's filling that D&D nice. void for you. Yeah, it's, it is. I'm super, super mad, man, because I can't get a D&D group together. Like, it's all I want in my life, and every, I can't get anyone to, to commit. I, like, three or four times this year, I've had people be like, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll do that, and then they'll make characters, or they'll, like, say they, they're working on their characters, and they never actually follow through with it, and it's like, ah. You're playing a D&D game tonight, right, George? I am, yeah, for this podcast. We just found you, a, uh... a giant mechanical crab. Oh, and nice. we're 99% sure that the nice. DM got really high one night and watched Wild Wild West and just stole it. <laughs> oh, what a great movie. See, that, that, that answers my question. I was going to ask if you're the DM because you give me DM energy. Uh, no, I was originally supposed to be the DM and I was just like reading all these books and just like, oh, I got to like really do work here. <laughs> uh, but thankfully, uh, they had another coworker at the last minute who had done it in college and uh, was looking to get back into it. And yeah, it was supposed to be like a thing just to sort of pass, you know, back when the pandemic was only supposed to last like three weeks. Yeah. And we are like, oh, we'll just do this to kill time before we can hang out at the bar again. We've been playing every week for six months, seven months. It's um, awesome, super man. It's super We've only fun, had man. to reschedule like one week, I think, but then we like played two sessions the next week. So technically we haven't missed a week. And it, yeah, it's great. Yeah, I got super into D&D like two years ago, and I spent a ton of money, and I had a good group that I thought was like going to last a long time. Then I had to switch schedules at work, and I couldn't play with those guys anymore. And, and it's fine, because one of the guys ended up being a total prick anyway, so it, it worked out. But I, like, I can't find another group, and it's driving me crazy. I've actually never played D&D in my life. 
It's I've D&D. never played it. D&D. I I had a good time playing. I made a uh, a, a basically a, an orc centipede out of baby orcs. Uh, that was my oh, sounds like a film series of a similar name. Terrible yeah, right. film series. There is <laughs> one week where like the I think the most fun we've ever had in our D and D group was like we killed some fire golem made out of lava or whatever <clears throat> down in some dungeon. And then we realized like we're in a castle and we killed everyone in the castle, but there was still like a king and queen quarters. And we were like, Oh man, it'd be nice to get like a long rest in that bed. So then we just started like racing back to the, <laughs> the bed. And then like the DM had us like roll initiative. Like it was combat. That's pretty And strange. so uh, like we were, we had to like run down like a narrow corridor and like, there's like a minotaur in our group and like a, half elf like druid or whatever and so like because i'm a rogue i was able to like drop my bag of ball bearings to try to make it so everyone had to do like uh, <laughs> everyone had to do like a, an agility check or whatever uh to like make sure they didn't trip and like actually managed to trip someone and then our druid uh picked out a spell called summon food which can just like create 40 pounds of food so he created 40 pounds of banana peels <laughs> to try to get that's awesome that's and, great oh my god and then it yeah, got to the point a- where I passed the Minotaur and he couldn't get past me because I was like just too fast for him. And so then he just like attacked me and like got me down to like one HP point because I have uncanny <laughs> dodge, which is able to cut in half. And it was just like that was like the that's still like the most memorable night of D&D was like, oh, yeah, no, we, we got all the treasure and stuff. That was cool. But yeah, that race back to uh, back to the night <laughs> bed, <laughs> the Tempur-Pedic mattress and this stupid <laughs> that's amazing. goblin peep. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Uh, D&D is probably some of the most fun I've ever had sitting with a group of people. So I'll never forget the time Seth and I were both trying to bed this one waitress. So him and I... <laughs> do you remember this? Uh-huh. It was when we were playing at... What's that place? White Knight? Or something like that? Yeah, it is. It's called White and, Knight. And we were both trying to bed this one waitress. So we were constantly like rolling back and forth until eventually you won and magicked me into the mattress. No, I, I don't remember yeah, that. I remember this very well. <laughs> Because I was pissed. I mean, I'm inclined to believe Elijah that this did happen. I, yeah. I believe it did happen too, but I don't remember this. I remember it very well. Because then there was also that one kid from work that none of us liked, and we, he got killed off very fast. <laughs> <laughs> that is so sad, Elijah. <laughs> Good, screw that, that, so screw that guy. Yeah. <laughs> hey, but screw fun. that guy. Yeah. I uh, I honestly have not been playing much, so I'm just kind of kind of blow through mine. But I did finish. Finally, after like owning it for, I guess, a, a year and a half now, two years almost, uh, finally finished up my second playthrough of Resident Evil 2 Remake. A boot uh, time. Time for Halloween. I had beat it as Leon like within days of its release when it came out, and um, I just never got around to, to finishing up the Claire um, second run through, but finally did that this week, and so I, I really thoroughly enjoyed that game, and I think I'm going to pick up three soon. Good. get through that good really and, excited good to play spooky. that one yeah two is good and spooky yeah two two is i mean honestly it's not like a super scary game like there aren't many jump scares but the atmosphere in that in that game i think might be i would say the atmosphere in that game is scarier than any other game i've played i think honestly. Yeah. yeah very very the atmosphere in that game is like extraordinarily well done but um Aside from that, Andy and I started playing Resident Evil 5 co-op. Yeah. So I've been enjoying getting back into that. But that's that's all I really have to say. That game's pretty old at this point. I so, love that game. So everyone everyone except Seth is playing trash games, right? 
Yeah. I, I said what I said about Resident Evil 5. Oh, <laughs> I no. said what I said. That was my first Resident Evil game. It's a good game. I like it. It's not my favorite Resident Evil. It's okay. But... I, that was like one of the first mind-blowing games I remember playing. Like, um, I, I don't really care for Resident Evil. I never spent too much time yeah. with it, but my roommate in college was yeah. super obsessed with it. And I remember just like playing the co-op with him. And uh, yeah. I was just like, man, like his shoulder is so shiny and like i think i can see like the texture of like the material that is like yeah swat shirt is made out of and that was like one of the first like oh man this xbox 360 they, they have some good ideas over there it's funny because playing it now it does not look good what's the girl's name shiva sheva sheva yeah yeah sheva alamar yeah sheva alamar <laughs> me me working out in the gym is all culminating to I will know I have finally accomplished this once I too can punch a boulder into a volcano. Well, to achieve that, you really just need some steroids, to be honest with you. Start with a rock and, and move up from there. To yeah. look like Chris Redfield in Resident Evil 5, you just need steroids. No, yeah. that's all natural, dude. I think that's all I think you need some leverage. Uh, it's like a pole, and uh, I believe it's called a fulcrum. Yeah. But, no, uh, no, no, I mean, no, 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 he, uh, he literally uh, just punches uh, a boulder into a volcano. Belt, so listen to who you want. Um, he literally <laughs> just. <laughs> I'll take it. All right. So I'm, I'm blowing us past the, the weekly games because I know we, we're on a shorter time span tonight. But let's go on and get into our news of the week. Um, Seth. Yeah. It's your turn, buddy. Go for <sighs> it. My big moment. It's my big moment. I can get it. Your time right. to shine. This is as big as you're going to get, so enjoy it. Um, <laughs> I don't know what that means, but okay. I had to give you a career to destroy it. You know, no, kill shot? Nope. Nope. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that really fell right down immediately. Um, it's a good song. You should listen to it. And, and, um, anyway, uh, so the Mass Effect trilogy, um, the legendary edition, was rated so. in yeah. Korea. And, um, and that's, that's the story. Where is this game? Wait, I don't know. No one knows. But it's like been rumored for the last seven years. Seven years. And we've never gotten a Mass Effect trilogy. I still think it's probably because they know how much better these games are than Andromeda and didn't want to release it before Andromeda. <laughs> and then like the, the moment was like really awkward. That window was super weird. They can't just release a Mass Effect trilogy a year after Andromeda when Andromeda sucked. But like maybe two years. And so I think I think that's probably what happened in this game. But I am beyond sick of people just dropping dookies all over mass effect andromeda it's terrible so, man uh, it's not you know, very good george it's not fair to compare it to the trilogy you compare it to yes, mass it effect. no it's not because it was the all first right. game in a series so you compare it to mass effect one that is the comparison that is the only one you can make excuse it's me it's combat <laughs> yeah it was the first game man you can't compare it to three other games over six years of development you compare it to the first game in the original trilogy why can't and, why can't i compare it to mass effect 3 individually when i talk about like the mechanics of story progression? because the gameplay in the first mass effect well, was garbage so like the story is what people were missing yeah, that is what people were missing in Mass Effect Andromeda, and there was no stakes. And there was no stakes because you spent seven years with your first Shepard, and then you were trying to like get to know this new person. So there was like there was no room for growth because they got one flipping game out of it instead of three. 
and there was no big end of the world story. This is supposed to be like a new beginning. I really like Mass Effect Andromeda. I think it has the best combat of the Mass Effect series, and that is what I needed from Mass okay. Effect. Uh-huh. What I will say is the gameplay in Andromeda is the best in the series. Yeah, I don't think the gameplay but, was was the, was the but, problem in, in the series. No, the problem right? was the story. So you compare, you compare it to the first story. Yeah, it's the story I had a problem with. But I mean, I can see what you're saying. I can see what you're saying as far as the stakes. But I didn't think it was awful. It's like the, everyone else I, did. I but I didn't. It. I didn't it's think the worst it was particularly Mass Effect good. game. Yeah, it's the worst Mass. Yeah. I'm not saying that, but it's yeah. not a bad game. Ah, uh, yeah. man, Here, I don't know if I agree. Here's the thing. They had they had a, a defined world that they that they put Mass Effect in, right? A universe, if you will. No, it's a galaxy, and, but whatever. You don't even know what you're talking about. Okay, Seth. A galaxy. <laughs> Theoretically, they, they crafted a universe, but they they, they no, 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 no. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Because they travel to a different galaxy. They have a they have a universe they crafted, sir. All right. But what they just they just took a ship full of people and, and sent it to Andromeda and they, now there's cross galaxy travel and they never referenced this in the first trilogy. Am I just supposed to like be okay with that? And then like, I don't know, the, the character creation in Andromeda was not up to what yeah. I, I believe Bioware standards were. So walking up and down stairs, very disappointing. Yeah. The animations of that. And I just, I, I just had a, I had a, I had a serious problem with the way that game at least started out and I, and I put it down. I was disgusted. As, yeah, man, Shepard was like a space Navy SEAL. You think they tell him what their plans are for colonizing the rest of the universe? No, he didn't know that stuff. Valid. Why would he? Look, he, my take as somebody who has who is very versed in the ways of Mass Effect and has played part of one game. Oh my god! Wait, I he hates Mass Effect. Remember, he won't, he refuses to play. No, no, yeah. no, no. Okay, no, I played parts of two games because I just finished. I'm on Novaria in the first game right now. Um, but I enjoy the Mass Effect Andromeda book that came out. Thus, I'm saying Andromeda is not a bad game. Is this Assassination Classroom logic applied to Mass Effect? Like you played the first 11 minutes and you think it's like the best game ever? No, no, no. (laughs) I I played like 10 hours of Mass Effect 2 and I'm like, this game isn't great. So right now I'm playing Mass Effect 1 and I'm on Novaria and I still think the game isn't great, but it's not bad. Mass Effect 2 You know why that game's not great? Because you have no context because you didn't play the... First one, but whatever. It's, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, Godfather Two is okay. Godfather is okay. I've never get seen the first Godfather, but Godfather is fine. Yeah, uh, Godfather. You know, when you go back time and you see him as a young person, it's fine. It means nothing. He like to jumps me, into the two towers and he's like, "This makes no sense." <laughs> <laughs> I hate this movie. Who are There's these people? Hobbits? They're just hobbits. I'm, I'm supposed to care about them? Why? Um, yeah. What is this, this stupid ring? ring? <laughs> They never mention the ring once and why I'm supposed to be scared of it at all in this second film. <laughs> it makes me invisible. <laughs> why are Sounds they, like a cool I would ring use it me. if I were them. Yeah. But anyway, uh, back to the, the actual news story. The Mass Effect trilogy has mm-hmm. been ruined forever and we don't know where it's at. It keeps getting like, like it. a story just keeps yeah. getting dropped like every three or four months and it's getting I old. Want it so bad. <laughs> just put it. Just put it out, man. I don't get it. Just, hey, here's everyone wants to play these games again. They don't want to have to bust out the real consoles or play them on the terrible PC port of Mass Effect Two. Put them, put them out. Just you know, it'd be hilarious if they came out in like December and they were like, "Hey guys, here's Mass Effect trilogy, PS4, Xbox One doesn't work on next gen." That infuriating. <laughs> that 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 actually isn't possible because so, yeah, it is. 
No, it's yes, not. Yes, it is. No, because uh, Sony dictated that any game that released after oh, July right. yeah. has to work on the new console. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I started having like, debilitating panic attacks probably like two years ago. Like to the point where I thought I was having a heart attack, and it turns out I hope that it was mostly just like heartburn and anxiety, and that was what made me feel like my heart was exploding. I don't know. I should probably get it checked out once this decade. We'll see. Um, but like the game that I defaulted to to like help me through it was like the original Mass Effect, and so I just like popped it in my PS3 and I just like played it again. And like that game still, I think, is very very good. Yeah. But man, the trophies are so busted on PS3, and if they don't fix that on PS4, I'm gonna kill myself what? like it's just like it's terrible like you have to do a majority <laughs> you have to do a majority playthrough like play through a majority of the missions with each uh with squad each member character. yeah yeah that's and why so, like, i'm just I using only... the same two squad members the entire run and so just it's supposed to be like all right so that's fine because you play it on normal then you play it on hard and you get that trophy and then you get two more squad members to pop for that. And then you play it on Insanity, and that's your last playthrough. Except on PS3, only one of the squad members' trophies pop each time you play. So I've had to play that game five and a half times, and I still haven't gotten every single trophy, and it's driving me absolutely insane. So give me that game, but fix it. I'm sorry about all the editing, back. Austin. I'm still <laughs> yeah, really, I was, I was I'm still really say, pissed. <laughs> I was about to say, I am like really... You know, you said about wanting to kill yourself, but that's going to be me in about two days when I load up these files and audacity. It's all right. I took a note. It's 43 minutes and like 28 seconds is where I lose it. Okay. 28 <laughs> and, then, and yeah. 30, 35, <laughs> 40, 45. Yeah. Not all right. Cool. Uh, George, what's your story? Uh, my story uh, mm-hmm. coming in from IGN uh, yep. brought to you by Adam Bankhurst. Uh, it was talking about uh, Halo, the Master Chief Collection, will get a free 4K 120 frames per second upgrade on Xbox Series X, Xbox Series S, and uh, sorry, up to 4K on Series X. And it was announced by Xbox on Twitter and that this update will be for free to existing owners or those who are subscribed to Xbox Game Pass. And the reason I th- wanted to talk about this, I don't think this is news. I think this is what we expected at least for a first party title. But my question to you guys is, should this be what we expect across the board? Yeah, I I would think at, at least for like newer games, I will, you know, like a launched rise son of Rome that I, I don't picture that Everyone's getting. Favorite. I don't like, I wouldn't picture that getting, but like this is it. master chief collection is big and tentpole for Xbox. Mm-hmm. So I could see them specifically like that um, Forza, like Gears of War. They're big games trying to get like this massive upgrade as they can. Sure. But I guess, I don't know, like when Last of Us 2 comes to PlayStation 5, besides yeah. like backwards compatible version, like I assume there's going to be like a remastered, like enhanced for PS5 edition, just the way there was an enhanced for PS4 edition of the original game. But like, is this the the standard? Like, is this what we should expect as consumers going forward? I think for like, I mean, be. not even every game, but just like the bigger games, like Ghost of Tsushima, Grand Theft Auto Five, like everything that's big and relevant. Is that what we should expect? Yeah, I don't think and you Tsushima... should expect it. I think that like. Yeah. There, there's a chance it can happen, but you shouldn't expect it to happen. You know, I think a lot of games are going to get ported and they're going to look pretty and maybe just up-resed. 
Um, mm-hmm. that, that, that's, that's kind of how I, I view what's probably going to happen with the backwards compatibility. Cause on Microsoft, they've made it pretty clear that like the backwards compatibility, they will boost the old games. They haven't really made that clear on PS5. They just maybe like, kind of been like, yeah. Hey, it's going to, you're able to play your PS4 games. I don't think they've actually confirmed that the old games are going to get boosted, but <clears throat> for like you said, a game like the last of us two, I don't see why they wouldn't go back and make that game look somehow better than it already does mm-hmm. um or make the load times faster i'm assu- which is probably going to happen sure. for everything considering how fast the, the playstation 5 sd drive is but um i don't know i don't mm-hmm. know about like actually like getting massive upgrades like that but yeah. I, I would i would say that we should hope instead of expect well what i will say is this gen like moving from ps4 to ps5 is so much different than PS3 to PS4 because right. of that awful cell processor. Mm-hmm. Um, PS4 and PS5 both, and even obviously Xbox One and Series X work a lot more like PCs do. So I would think that something like this is probably a lot easier to do than it was, you know, seven, eight years ago. Um, you know, I, I'm curious to see what happens because I will say like, um, you look at a game like Elijah brought up, like Control. Like, I'm curious how that's going to run with like their new upgraded version, because um, he had mentioned about it not running very well, um, or something like you know, I th- I think they came out this week with Tsushima and said even without an update that it was going to run at 60 frames per second on PS5. So, I think that's pretty interesting. I'm I'm curious, like the extent of this stuff. Like, is it mostly going to be reserved to like first party titles? Sure. Um, I don't know that I care too much about the, and I mentioned this before, I, I just don't really care that much about the 120 frames per second. But, um, you know, give me a solid 60 frames per second at minimum um, and 4K or, or whatever it may be. And I, you know, I, I hope that's something we get out of big titles. Like, I'd love to see, you know, Resident Evil 2, 3 in 4K, 60 frames per second solid. Like, I'd, I'd love to see that. So, would you pay money for that? That's the question, I guess, is like, you know, I just finished up Resident Evil 2 on PS4. If I had to pay money and upgrade for, you know, a resolution boost or whatever it may be, honestly, probably not. Probably not. I think it would have to have something more like this is a this is a different example. But like, for example, the Pikmin 3 that's coming out on Switch this this end of this month, they added in story co-op for the whole game. Mm-hmm. And that wasn't on the Wii U. So I think it I think it'd have to have something more of like an extra mode or extra features, things of that sort. For me at least. Also, it's really exciting. I just played through the entire Master Chief collection with a, a buddy. And What'd you so, think of it? Oh man, Halo Reach is still my favorite story. Yes. Uh but man, those True. games are really special. And like they are time machines, like just playing the original mm-hmm. Combat Evolves. I I felt 14 years old again. Um, yeah, they uh, they didn't play as modern as I thought they, they did originally. So when I tried to play them like six months ago, maybe even shorter than that, um, I was like, oh, oh, these these play really like old games. I don't know. Like, yeah. Is there a book you reread every year or like every couple years? Nope. Not oh. really. But, <laughs> uh, there, I mean, like, like, yeah, you, you could you it could depends. make the argument for like movies, though, right? Like like you watch an old movie and but. This sort of falls back to our, our conversation like two or three weeks ago about yeah. games and, and improving upon them. Uh, it, even though I, I can say Halo is like a pivotal game of my childhood, when I went back to play it, I was like, oh, God, I can't. I have to click to aim. 
I'm like, ah, oh, it's rough. But I, I do think you, it's you like poor, you poor thing. <laughs> yeah, I know. It just depends on how attached you are and like how nostalgic you are to it too. I think like I look at something like movie wise, like 2001. Um, a lot of people love that movie, but I think a lot of people don't like go back and rewatch it because it's very much like a once you know the ending, like you know the ending, and that's kind of like the big pull of that movie. Yeah. Um. So I, you know, I think it depends on like how attached you are. I have like a huge respect for that movie, so I watch it like every year or so. Um, even though that first viewing has kind of ruined the further viewings for me, I suppose in a way. I've never seen it. Didn't it come out in like the seventies? Yes. It was the early 70s, I believe. It's yeah, Kubrick, it's right? One. Yeah. yeah. Thought so. It's a phenomenal movie, but it's very much so like a product of its time mm-hmm. and like an art piece. It's it's more of, of a work of art than a movie. And I know that's like weird to say. I know some people are like, yeah, movies and art, like media is art. I know some people are indifferent on that that comment, but it's very much so like a look at these set pieces, look at what they did with these special effects. I think, yeah, well, I think it was like the 60s. Like, I think that's what was so impressive. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah. And like what what's super cool about it, too, is like the, that movie looking like that is why Star Wars looked the way it did, because right. the future looked so pristine and perfect in 2001. So they're like, what if uh, we didn't have like, you know, this perfect white spaceship? What if we had like a beat up pickup truck and that was like the lead character's ship, you know? Yeah. And so that goes back to still like you're, you're talking about like this game that was perfect then even a worse game today is still technically better than, <laughs> than that, you know? Um, yeah. And so, yeah, no, I, I really like that episode you guys did. Very philosophically interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I think about 2001 it a lot. Was, 2001 was 68, apparently. So before Star Wars. Make me want to watch a Clockwork but, Orange like, again. 10 years before Star Wars. Yeah. Um, yeah, but no, I, I love Talo. I, I replayed him a couple years back on Xbox One. And it's certainly... I, did you play it with anyone when you were playing it, Seth? Or were you just playing it solo? I was just playing it solo like I always have. I think it's pretty. I think I enjoyed a lot more co-op. I'd say I, I don't know that I'd just sit down and play a uh, Halo game alone because Coach and I played through all of them together. Is what we did. You know what's really back. funny is that normally I would agree with you that any game is better co-op, but the game yeah. that I'm playing currently, Divinity, that's built pretty much for co-op, I had less yeah. fun with playing co-op. Interesting. Yeah, I played it hmm. before with my with Watson on PS4, and we were both just like bored out of our minds playing. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I'm having a blast now. Cool. Good. Good. That's good. <laughs> I want to play it. Do it. Uh, you won't. All right. So oh, I'm we're going to talk about this, but I got a lot of, I got a lot of say. <laughs> all right. So I'm going to we're going to finish out with my topic then. So mine is a pretty, pretty big one this last week. I'd say it's probably the most controversial thing that's happened since we last recorded the show in the world of video games. But basically, um, PlayStation, Sony came out with uh, a new update for PS4, and essentially it allows you to, or allows, I I don't know if it's necessarily you, but it allows the system to record the party chat of the party that you're in as you're talking to your friends or whoever it may be, and um, essentially you can record that segment and send it to Sony to like report a player. And it's like caused just madness this last week of like, okay, like we're in this like private chat. Like why, like why is Sony able to record this conversation? Like, why are they able to hear us? Um, It's very much so like a, Hey, like if someone's 
shouting racist remarks at you in party chat mm-hmm. like here's how you report them um but you know it's caused a lot of uproar so seth sounds like you have a lot to say seth what do you what do you want to talk about with this i one? just i don't like i'm not sure where people's reading comprehension skills went <laughs> because okay. like so we're on the same page then yeah. yeah yeah because there's nothing in this in this notice that they put up that says playstation is recording your chats right it's they the people in your party have the option to record the chats and if they so choose send them to playstation to report you for being uh, a big old rowdy jerk. yeah yeah it's not like sony's just snooping in on people no and they never said that and, like, and i'm not sure how the the uproar happened because it does it, it, it you have to have like kindergarten level reading comprehension to think to read that and be like oh sony's sony's snooping in there to try and listen in and, and, and ban us from but it's not it's not like that so i think really what happened was because <clears throat> you've always been able to record your party chat mm-hmm. right it, it, you've always there's always been devices that have allowed you to do that right but from what i understand there's only 13 states that allow you to record a voice call without consent w- from without consent from both parties so yeah. For all for the majority of the states, you need a consent to being recorded in um, a voice call. So for Sony, it was probably like, all right, well, we want to add this this voice recording feature for party chats, and we need consent to do that. And you know, if people want to report that to us, if they're if someone's being harassed, which I think is a decent feature, if someone jumps in your party and is, right. is like is like being. Uh, real breath of the wild to you you know then you should be able to report them i, don't, I really don't see that i don't i don't see the issue with that yeah. if you're just talking to your best friends if you're just talking to your best friends either this should not be an issue is, is my no understanding. it shouldn't i mean the only way this would be an issue i would say is if you're somehow like adding random people online and yeah and parties with whoever is out there like i just i can't imagine and just to clarify something by the way it's it's 11 states are the ones that require two-party consent, so it's it's a very small amount. Oh wait, so um, I was I was it was the opposite. It was the other way around. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. So, but still, either way, obviously, uh, with this update, Sony released like new, um, like what is it? Like the the thing you sign, like the acknowledgement um, and whatever terms yeah. and conditions. Yeah, and and user uh, licensing agreement. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and by signing that, you're saying like you. You agree to being recorded. So also, it's a great uh, lesson. Uh, don't hang out with narcs. Don't yes. play with narcs. Uh, sort your life out and right. um, just Ex- yeah, choose excuse better friends. Me, George, how does one know that one is a narc? You figure it out real fast. Yeah. What you just ask them? If you're a cop, you have to tell me you're a cop. I, I don't have to rule. tell you, and I'm not yeah, a cop. You're good. You're a piece of trash human being. You have to tell me. <laughs> remember, <laughs> snitches get stitches. There you go. There you go. Yeah, I know. I really don't. I don't see a problem with this. I think, you know, if you're doing something you shouldn't be doing, using don't the do PlayStation it. Network. I don't know. I, at the same time, like, I hate that argument. If you're doing something you shouldn't be doing, or like that's yeah. on you. I hate that argument just because it is like, well, actually, uh, it's none of their business what I'm doing. You yeah. Know, like it's like, I totally get that argument, but also like, I don't know if, if this is being used just to weed out racist. It's like, well, okay. I mean, I for sure get that when it comes to like, uh, I for sure get that when it comes to like the Amazon <laughs> or Google devices, like recording you nonstop. But I'd say like, 
like I just read this and it says basically it records a f- the previous five minute conversation and the only way it'll pull it is if a member of the party makes a complaint. So I, you know, I guess the problem is, are there going to be people out there that are sending in complaints that are like not a complaint? Well, that's the thing. If it, like if it's such a hassle that they won't do it, they'll just take their temporary ban or whatever, you know? Right. But it's like the I, fact I, that you I, can't like cancel your membership to something unless you call in. Like you can't just click a box like online. Yeah, and you're, I did hear you, you have to call in. You're like, well, I guess I'm just subscribing to this forever then. I did hear a convincing argument that said the the it lacks context, right? Because you could you could be trolling someone and then make them very angry and invite them into your party, get them to blast you with all kinds of nonsense, and then report them. True. That's true because this this from the PlayStation blog itself says that it will the complaint you send in will only send in forty seconds of audio. Yeah. Which is not much. No. Also, for the record, so, if you do that to someone, piss them off and then get them into your chat to uh to record them mouthing you off or piss them off, you're a <laughs> you're a loser, first off. Yeah. And I'll put your yeah. weirdo second off. And yeah. off like, man. You suck. Like you're not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a that's a that's a terrible thing. But people are terrible, especially on the internet, and especially in video games. So it's just it's a possibility. Especially, I don't know. I feel like everyone's pretty bored during this pandemic. They're like, how yeah, yeah. can I get an erection today? I know. <laughs> I'm gonna ban someone. Treat I'm people terribly. PlayStation Network. Yeah. I'm gonna ruin their pandemic for them. That's for sure. Oh god. <laughs> That's they'll have nothing left to do. That's all I gotta say about that. No, is, is that like people's reading comprehension just yeah. they, they, from what people thought for some reason that Sony was listening to all the party chats and they were had some sort of like AI combing for for words or something like that or remarks and that's just not the case. Like you, someone has to physically send it in, right? So oh, I, I mean, I, that, you better that, watch yourself because I'm sending in anything you send. Like like it's over for you, pal. Also, if, if you want to play on a console where you can say any kind of racial epithets you want that can't connect to the internet, there's a console for you. It's called the Xbox 360. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> it's, got, it's got a metric. Whoa, that yeah. is a, just, that wow. is a deep cut. That is a deep let cut. Just, I let me just be clear that. here. If any of us are ever in a party and somebody makes a cut at Breath of the Wild, you better bet that bad boy is getting sent into Sony. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> dude, why, why would we talk about a bad there. game? Yeah, God, that game sucks. Awesome. The dude's just sitting there at Sony's desk like, why is this sent in? This makes perfect sense. <laughs> you know it's a good open world game? Horizon. Yes, it is. It's a great open world game. Yes, it is. Austin doesn't it's like a... Horizon. No, I do not. I really do not like Horizon. All right. Send now in I'm the, the audio you. clip. So, yes, I'm trolling you. So now when you say something terrible to me. <laughs> You son of a! It's, no, not gonna do it. We just send in a All clip, right. and why did why did they just send in this clip? And it's just Austin saying Horizon sucks, and that's it. That's all. It's it. That's all. Shuhei himself well, bans Austin. He's well, like, oh really? Oh really, kid? God, imagine how many they're gonna get of people saying Knack sucks. I actually kind of think that the, what the what's gonna happen is people are so in up arms about this that people are gonna just start sending in forty second clips of anything. And it's yeah. gonna flood the system, and these these poor souls at Sony HQ that are in the customer support, or whatever position it is, are just gonna hate their lives until they probably. Oh, you know, there's gonna be people out oh, there yeah. that are like purposely recording something, and they're gonna be like, 
hey guy at Sony customer service. Yeah, dude. How are you doing today? And they're yeah. just like sending this stuff in nonstop. Yeah. Remember that time we were wearing. using yeah. <laughs> remember that time we were using AIM for like a year for no reason whatsoever. Yes. And we just yes. were always talking about how yeah. This was like two know. or three years ago. What? No, Seth wasn't. It was you, it was me, me, Craig, you. and Brandon. Oh, that yeah. sucks. You weren't on the group chat. That sucks. Yeah. <laughs> we randomly started using AIM. We were like, yeah, I, we, we should try it. Because that. it was going to be shut down. So we oh, all yeah, got yeah, back yeah. on it. So you guys used AOL Instant Messenger <laughs> like in like in 2018. I love that. The last hurrah of AIM. That's wow, great. Dude. We, always, we always talked about how there's that one NSA guy who's been sitting there bored and all of a sudden, oh my god, I got something to do. We gotta hit Germany, we gotta hit just outside of Philly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> What's wow. this craziness happening on AIM? <laughs> all I know probably- is everyone just started talking about John Cena. I don't get it. There was probably just terrorist organizations at AIM at that point. Like the guy at SI probably had a ton to do on AIM. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like there's no one else was using AIM except for like probably Al Qaeda and ISIS. He's getting so tired of eagles. Is that a code word for something? Is it a code? He, he's yeah. so tired of seeing the word bomb. He saw John Cena's like, all right, we're in business. He's like, oh, is there actual conversations going on? <laughs> oh my God. All right, boys. Well, with that. We're going to wrap it up, and I'm going to head back to AIM and get chatting. Bam, bam. <laughs> hey, Austin, AFL. Uh, what? What a word. I have not heard that word in so long. Right? AFL? Man. Yeah. I asked That, that a, like, takes asked, me back to, like, 15 years ago. I asked that at Trivia once when I was hosting, like, back in San Francisco, and I said, what does the acronym ASL stand for? And, like, I could tell who was old. Because oh, I got yeah. I got two teams that said age, sex, location, and then every yeah. other team said American Sign Language, and I was like, well, I can't. It's not it's not wrong. <laughs> I mean, technically, not wrong. yeah. I didn't, I didn't give context because I thought if I gave context, I'd really give it away. But yeah. I'm just like, I think only two teams in here are actually old enough to drink tonight. Is there? <laughs> this might sound like a dumb question. I have to ask: Is there an, an American Sign Language, and then like? different sign languages for different languages uh, i think so yeah yeah i thought it was just one sign language no no i don't i don't think so i think it works differently so okay like spanish sign language I would assume so, yeah because I, th- I think they like sound like i think they try to like phonetically speak with their fingers like i think each movement is like a specific code mm-hmm. that correlates to the way the word oh, i thought that it had, had it, i language. thought it was like its own yeah. like universal so, this is from wikipedia so you know wikipedia but says there are perhaps 300 sign languages in use around the world today. So. Oh, the, God. Seth, you would remember ASL, American Sign Language, from The Office in the episode where Michael is on the date with the woman that Pam and Jim brings, and she says she's an ASL teacher. And he says, wait, I, I thought you had to be born with that. What am I thinking right now? <laughs> are you thinking I said ESP? Yeah, oh, yeah, no. you're right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, with that, boys, we're going to wrap it up here. Uh, Can you close it out, Austin? You yeah, throw, it up, you fumble through the intro. The turkey okay, and sorry. cheese. Wrap it up like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah turkey and cheese. <laughs> so, obviously, Frame Skip is available pretty much on everything. I think Seth did a good job last week of being like, well, screw it. We're just not going to really say much anymore because this list has gotten so long. But we're on any podcast platform. Just find us. Search Frame Skip. You yep. probably already know because you're listening to us. Um, we're also on YouTube. And so since since I joined, I added a few more channels. We're also on Friendster. MySpace. We're on Photo Bucket. 
Uh, photo bucket, dude! Oh my Whoa! God. I forgot all about photo bucket. We, We're on we, actually have, we have a new extension at the Chive. Um, just go to the chive.com slash frame New grounds. Yeah, we're on Dig with two Gs. We made it on Gaff. We made it on E-Bombs World. We're on Neo Gaff. Yeah. Good old Neo Gaff. If you're on Spotify, or what is it? Stitcher and iTunes, I believe, are the two platforms you can leave a review. So do that. It helps us, gets us out there. Helps with the uh, algorithm. I really cannot talk to him. We're, we're, we're already out there. there. You're almost at the finish line. You it can, can do help it. us, like, can help us grow out our audience. And then with more audience, Correct. people will get better questions. And it won't yeah. just be us pooping on right. Austin for liking bad games like Breath of the Wild or, <laughs> yeah. pooping, or pooping on Seth. Well, that's for, inaccurate. But you're bad right. things that he does. We all do bad stuff. I don't know. We all play bad yeah. games. So, um, to speaking of questions, which we didn't have any tonight, you can send those in to our question form at bit.ly B-I-T dot L-Y slash frameskipq. You can also send those into our email, frameskippodcast at gmail.com. For our social media pages, we're on Twitter and Instagram at frameskippod and facebook.com slash frameskippod. Our personal Twitter, Seth is at Seth S. Taylor. Elijah's at Loco Lizard Man. George is at GB Loftus. I am at Austin J. Eller. Coach is at Frameskip Pod. Coach is at Frameskip Pod. I'll never get tired of it. No. It's it's odd. I don't like it, but it's whatever. So now I've never (laughs) been on a pod with Coach. So now he's the Tyler Durden. It's like Hopkins. Yeah. 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 Well, you'll when you're on, you'll know because his head is very bright because he's bald. Oh. He used to game with Jesus. You'll, you'll see him coming. <laughs> he leaves a trail of dust behind. Him. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> Poor coach. Poor coach. Sorry, coach. He's Sorry, only coach. like his early forties. <laughs> I blame Brandon. Right. Yeah. All right, so that's it this this week, guys. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week. I, I'm never hosting again, so <laughs> enjoy it while it lasts. And keep on gaming. Bye. Smoochies.